The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. So the latest CSO figures have come out to reveal that Ireland's GDP shrank by 3.2% in 2023, which means recession. Joining me now to discuss this is economist Colin McCarthy. This brings us into the whole difference between GDP and GNI and all of that. Can you explain that in lay people's terms, Colin? Yeah, uh, I mean, the the story that, oh, the economy is in recession is a good story. And uh, as you know, Anton, you should never spoil a good story with factual uh, information. <laughs> but having said that... <laughs> so, it, 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 it so happens that uh, GDP, which stands for gross domestic product, uh, is not a great measure of uh, the, the health uh, of the Irish economy. Uh, and there's a number of different reasons for that. Uh, mainly it's because the multinational sector is so big now uh, and it can have fluctuations that uh, are really independent of what's g- g- going on day to day. Uh, and that's what the CSO figures say. Uh, in their press release, uh, they stress that uh, the GDP data for various reasons uh, can be volatile for uh, you know, re- reasons that don't really reflect what's going on. Uh, if you look at, let's say, domestic demand in the Irish economy, which is consumer spending, household spending, uh, and business investment, and, and all those kinds of things, government consumption, uh, if you add up those things uh, in real terms, the figure actually went up last year. It didn't go, didn't go up dramatically, but it went up a little bit. Uh, And within the manufacturing sector, the multinational firms had a poor year, uh, but the domestic firms had a better year. So the the picture is not really one of, oh, it's a recession, panic, panic. Uh, In fact, total employment in the economy went up quite quickly last year, and the unemployment rate's very low, uh, notwithstanding... Uh, all the talk about price inflation, uh, wages look like they've gone up a little bit quicker than prices. And what about the implications for tax take? Because obviously GDP does give an insight into how much corporation tax the government is going to be able to charge the multinationals. If they're not making the money, we're not making it off the back of them. Yeah, uh, uh, that's a fair point. But uh, corporation tax liabilities are, are, are really notched up in a particular year, but then paid the following year or even later. Uh, and uh, the, the tax liabilities of the multinational sector here are very complicated. Some of them actually don't really depend on how well or badly they're doing in Ireland. Uh, in fact, one of the reasons why we've had a bonanza in terms of corporation tax revenue in the last few years is precisely because companies are, are paying taxes here on activity and profits that really arise elsewhere. And of course, when you say companies, Colin, we're talking about a relatively, in fact, an extraordinarily small cohort of companies. I think, what is it? Is it 10 companies make up about 50% of our total corporation tax take? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it is concentrated and it's concentrated in, in, in the companies that you'd expect um, you know, big big tech platforms and so on. The Apples, the Pfizer's, uh, the Microsoft's, etc. 
and so on, yeah. Uh, and uh, those companies had a very good year uh, in 2022, 21-22. Uh, they didn't have a great year, some of them, uh, including, for example, the pharma companies in 23. Lots of complicated reasons for that. Uh, the, the boom they enjoyed, some of them uh, making vaccines and so on for COVID, that, that eased off. Uh, some of them uh, had big sales in China. Chinese economy slowed down a bit last year, as you probably know, uh, and so on. Uh, so uh, exports from those companies uh, were weak. But I'm not sure that that really tells you that the overall economy is in bad shape. It, it, it's it's not it's not in uh, dramatically good shape either. There isn't a great big boom going on out there. Uh, but it looks like the economy, the real economy, did expand last year. Although, can you pick up on that, Colin, because where you say there isn't a great big boom going on there, to some yeah. extent, is that what places like the ECB would be hoping for? That the kind of actions that they've been taking to get hands around inflation, what they would yeah. hope is that they're seeing what the rest of us perceive as a negative effect at this stage? Yeah, uh, what happened with the central banks, the European central bank is the one that matters most for us. Uh, but if you look at the Performance Bank of England, uh, the Federal Reserve, which is the central bank of the United States, various others, they were actually a little bit slow uh, back in 2022. They were a little bit slow to spot that the inflation rate had begun to take off. And you, you'll recall that they had zero interest rates for a long time and, uh, and a huge uh loosening of monetary policy and that was their response initially to the bust of 10 or 12 years ago carried on a bit longer maybe than it needed to be and then they they loosened up again because of the downturn that followed the pandemic Uh, so monetary policy had been very loose Uh, there was then uh, an uptick in inflation and it kind of took them a couple of months to spot it. And many said that it was going to be transient. Our own Philip Lane was saying that in his initial they, view they, that it was they, going to be yeah, transient. Yeah, well, well, Philip wasn't alone in that. Uh, a lot of people thought, ah, this is a blip and it won't last too long. Uh, and, and to be fair to, to uh, not just Philip Lane, but the European Central Bank and the Bank of England and the Fed and various other central banks around the world, uh, they owned up pretty fast and said, oops, uh, uh, you know, that the, this inflation surge uh, is a little bit more durable than we thought. Uh, and they started pushing up interest rates and they have tightened monetary policy quite a lot, which they had to do. Uh, and they now think, as far as I can glean, uh, they now think that uh, the inflation rate is cooling down uh, and that they're, the game they're playing now is to try and time the reduction uh, in interest rates, which will come, uh, try and time it right. They don't They don't want to get the timing wrong uh, because if they did, supposing they started cutting rates dramatically uh, and they might have to reverse engines and they'd look a bit silly. So uh, I think they're playing wait and see uh, and I'd be surprised if there weren't 
reductions in official interest rates maybe in the middle of this year. Which will undoubtedly come as good news to many people, particularly many people with a mortgage linked to it. Colm, thank you very much. Colin McCarthy, economist there on why the latest CSO figures indicating that our GDP has shrunk by 3.2% last year is not something to panic about. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.